And now, on Prophetic Faith. another week's broadcast here at Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Bear, and tonight we're going into a message that's really going to bless you. If you are somebody that's watching this right now and you feel like I'm at my wit's end, I feel like I'm at the end of my rope and I don't know what to do because I've been battling for so long, I've been in the troubles and the trials for so long, I am just done with it. Well, I've come tonight to tell you that you are right there. Yes, you are right at, on the brink of your breakthrough. You're right on the brink of everything that God has promised you. And this is the time where you can't afford to quit. You can't afford to throw in the towel. So call a friend, tell them to tune in right now. It's really going to bless you. It's going to stir your faith. And I will see you at the end of the program. All right, 2 Corinthians 4, 1. Let's read this. It says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry... Now, before I go on, I want you to don't get thrown off by that and say, well, wait a minute. This is not for me. I don't have a ministry. Your life is a ministry. Let me say it one more time. Your life is a ministry. See, people may see your ministry at work. People may see your ministry out when you're doing your hobbies or you're walking your dog or whatever. People may see your ministry when you are in school. No matter where you are, 24-7, you are a ministry that somebody is seeing. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Somebody is seeing Jesus in you. So I want you to, I want you to picture that as we read this verse. So therefore, seeing we have this ministry. Somebody say, I have a ministry. As we have received mercy, our grace to do this ministry, to do what God has gifted us, gifted us to do. What do we do? We faint not. Say that with me. We faint not. Now, sometimes that's easier said than done, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Now, I want you to look at the Good News translation right here. It says, God in His mercy has given us this work to do so that when, so, and so we do not become discouraged. One other translation, or the Greek says, we don't lose heart. Let me ask you a question this morning. Have you ever lost heart at something? How many has ever said this right here? My heart's just not in it anymore. Oh, yeah. We're going to deal with that today. Because I've come to talk to those this morning that are right there. 
What do I mean by right there? I mean you're right there at the brink of your breakthrough. You are right there at the brink of everything that God has promised you. Come on, somebody. You are right there at the brink of reaching your destination, that that you've been striving for, that that you've been pushing after. And, and watch this. Now, I'm not talking about somebody. I'm not coming to preach to those as somebody who's going to receive a seasonal harvest. No, these people that I'm talking about this morning, the harvest that you're receiving is seasons worth of harvest years worth of harvest that you've been slaving at how many how many knows that sometimes it takes a long time to see the fruits of your labor come on somebody talk to me now I know we like to we like to preach these messages that uh, you know you sow into something and just the next week something's gonna come for but I come to deal with those that have been waiting for years Somebody say amen. Some people that's been waiting for years on this harvest and breakthrough. And you might, you might be in here this morning or you might be watching saying, you know what? I really don't want to hear this kind of message because I'm so tired and I'm so frustrated and I'm just so done with everything. Can we say amen? Because that's real, isn't it? I know we like to come into the church and just say, praise the Lord, hallelujah, everything's good, everything's not. But sometimes it's not, is it? Sometimes you barely made it here. Come on. Sometimes, if you're, if you're a girl, sometimes you may have had to put your eye on her in on, you know, on the way here. Come on. And you needed faith to walk that out, right? Because one speed bump and that's it. Amen? So that's real, isn't it? But listen to me. I know you, don't, you may not want to hear this type of message this morning, but I've come to tell you something that Paul said. And you may not like this, but I'm going to say it anyways. You know what Paul said? He said, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Now, if you're in here this morning and everything's just hunky-dory and you're not dealing with anything, that doesn't you can brush that off. That's right. Don't lose heart. No, but if you're in here and you're saying, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm just fed up with everything, when somebody comes up to you and says, don't lose heart, well, I'll tell you what. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm dealing with. Right? <laughs> but I want you to look at this picture this morning. Go ahead and show them, Dave. Now, now this just might be you. I, I'm sure you've seen this picture on Facebook a time or two. Now, now you see here, the one on the top, you kind of see his face. I don't know if you can make his face out from back there. But you see his face. He still kind of got that excitement about him. Yeah, I'm going I'm to get this. I'm going to get everything God had for me. I'm going to get the prize. But I want you to see the bottom one right here. Now, he don't look like that, does he? He looks tired. He looks frustrated. He looks burned out. I guarantee you he's one of those that does not want to hear a don't lose heart message. He does not want to hear you're right there. You're right on the brink of something. But I want you to see how close he is. You know, see, watch this. Us looking from the outside, we can be cheering him on, him on right now, couldn't we? And we could be saying, man, don't turn around now. Look how close you are. Look how close you are. But see, I'm going to show you something today, and I'm going to deal something in here this morning that's really going to help you. Because, all right, I want you to see how close. Would you agree with me that he's right there? Right? Turn to your neighbor and say, he's right there. Look at him. He's right there. 
right, well, I'm going to help you this morning because watch this. While we see that he's right there, all he sees is I'm still not there. I feel like I'm still at the beginning. I feel like nothing's happening. I feel like what's the use? I'm tired of trying. I'm tired tired of picking at this thing night and day. I'm tired of going after this thing every single day. And I've had enough and I want to quit and I want to give up. But us seeing where he is, what are we saying? Man, don't lose heart. You're right there. You're right on the brink of something. Now you see, watch this. I know you've been feeling, you've got this feeling this morning. I've been chipping away at this for so long. It's been so long. It's been years now, Pastor Robbie. I've been dreaming of this thing. I've been visioning this thing and all this stuff. I know that's what you're saying in here. But I'm going to show you this morning a sly trick of the enemy. And when I show you this, you're going to say, ah, I see that. It's a trick that he uses not when you're the first guy. But it is a trick that he uses when you are the bottom person. You say, what do you mean by that? I'm talking about when you are right there. This is when he pulls this out. What am I talking about? Let's let's look right here. 1 Corinthians 9, 24. It says, know you not that when they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize, so run that you may obtain. Next verse. And every man that strives for the mastery is temperate, meaning self-control. He has self-control in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Next verse. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so I fight, not as one beating the air. Next verse. But I keep my body under subjection and bring it into subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Now, why did I read all that to you? Now, I want you to see something here. How many ever did some running in your life? Just raise your hand. If you've ever gone for a run. Okay. So there was, there's quite a few hands in here this morning that said, yeah, I've been on a run. Now, then you can relate to this when I tell you that every runner faces this one thing. And that is that after you start running. Now, let's just, let's just uh, deal with it right now. When you run a marathon, the whole thing's hard, isn't it? The whole thing's hard. But you know what's the hardest? That last stretch, isn't it? Why? Because your body is screaming, stop, stop. There's no use in this. You're not getting anywhere. You see, you know when people fight that urge of you're not going anywhere, you've not accomplished anything? It's not at the beginning of a journey. It's not even the middle of the journey. Let me tell you when it is. It's at the end of a journey. Can somebody talk to me? And it's the same thing when you're running a race or if you're going for a run. It's not at the beginning. It's not even at the middle. It is at that final stretch or that final section of your run that is the hardest. It's at that point where you feel like you're you're not accomplishing anything. Why? Because your body is telling you to quit because it seems like this is never going to end. It seems like you can't make it through. So a lot of times we can relate that to life, can't we? 
Because you see, a lot of times in life, and I want you to go back to that picture, Dave. You see, that man may have gotten, he did not get discouraged at the first part of the, the journey or the middle part. He may have looked like that guy when he was back at the same spot that he was. But when he got at that final little stretch right there, that's when everything began to just crash down on him as far as, man, I don't see no end to this. I don't see like anything's ever going to change in my life. Can anybody know what I'm talking about in here this morning? You see, and I'm telling you right now, you can take this to the bank, that this is one of the tricks of the enemy that he likes to do when he knows that people are right there. Somebody say right there. When he knows that people are right there, this is when he tries to, fort the, to push this agenda on you. What agenda? To make you think that you're still at the beginning or that you're starting over. You see, you don't feel accomplished while you're running. You don't. I don't feel good while I'm running. I feel good after I'm done. Come on. One guy said, my body the whole time is telling me, stop, stop, stop. You need to stop. You need to stop. He said, then when I get done, he said, my body says, oh, didn't we do good? He said, shut up. You wasn't even helping me. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? The whole time your body's saying, you better stop. You can't do this. You can't do this. You're not going to make it. And then when you get done, your body tells you how good it feels. And it didn't help you at all, did it? You see, so, so while you're there, I, like I said, I'm talking to those people this morning that's right there. Because, see, it's right when you're on the brink of your breakthrough that the enemy's trying to convince you that you're still far away from it. You see, like I said, let's go back to that run because I want you to relate to this this morning. See, when you're running, it, it, the hardest part is that last little stretch. It's, that's always the hardest part. But you see, you've got to realize, I want you to see something here. Paul said, he said, athletes train themselves. He says they condition themselves. What do they condition? If you are a runner... I don't mean like you went for a run one time, but I mean you run often. If you are a runner who often runs, then watch this. You've already trained yourself not to believe what your body's telling you. Come on, somebody, talk to me. You say, why? Because what will you know without a shadow of a doubt what your body going to tell you. Your body, near that last stretch of that run, your body's going to tell you to quit. Your body's going to tell you that it's not over. It's not almost over. You still got a long ways to go. When you know good and well, it's right there. So if you're a runner in here this morning, you've already did what? What did, he, what did Paul say? He said, athletes train themselves. They are temperate in all things. That word temperate there, go to that verse day, verse, uh, was it 20, 25. Verse 25. Notice right there. He said they have, watch this, temperate in all things. That Greek word there means to have self-discipline. How many knows what self-discipline is? It's exactly how it sounds. You are disciplining, uh, disciplining yourself. 
You're not allowing outside influences. You're not allowing the devil. You're not allowing people or anything else dictate how you're going to feel. Now, why is that so important? Let's go back to it. What is a sly trick that the enemy uses? He tried, watch this, it's that last little section of your journey. And how many knows it's a journey to get to your promise? It is a journey to get to your breakthrough. When God promises you something and He gives you a vision, you're not going to snap your fingers and, and just uh, twi- uh, you know, shake your nose a little bit and then you're going to be there. No, you're going to have to go through a journey. It is a journey, but it makes you appreciate it. Why? Because you were willing to do things that other people wouldn't do. So watch this. So you know that it's a journey. But it's on that last part of that journey is when the enemy really begins to mess with you. Because if he can convince you, let's go back to that picture, Dave. If he can convince you that you're still a long ways off, now, watch this. I want you to see something here. If you don't, if you don't uh, agree with what I'm saying, watch this. Where did this man decide to give up? Right at the end. So I'm telling you right now that this is one of the biggest tricks that the enemy uses. I've seen so many people Right there, I mean right there, right on the brink of everything that they were longing for in God, and they gave up on it. They called it quits. Why? Because they believed what the enemy was feeding them. You still got a long ways to go. You're not at the end. Look around. Nothing's changed. You see what I'm saying? And you know, a lot of times we can relate that to running. When we're at that last stretch of running, that is the hardest place, and we have to fight that urge to quit. We have to fight that urge to say, what's the use? It doesn't seem like anything, it doesn't seem like it's going to end. I don't know if I can make it through. I don't know if I can keep going. And that's the same way it is with our spiritual walk. But Paul said that somebody who is looking for it for the long haul, how many's in it for the long haul with God? Okay, so watch this. He said, an athlete that is in it for the long haul has mastered themselves in self-discipline. Why? Because an athlete has to face many things, don't they? They have to face the urge to quit, just like you and I. They have to fight the urge to say, what's the use? They have to fight the urge to say, you know what? It would be easier for me to quit and to go backwards. Because if I look around me and I judge by what I'm seeing around me, it looks as if I'm at the beginning. Not at the end, but at the beginning. You see, was that not what what the enemy used when uh, when God was delivering the children of Israel? It looked like that God had delivered them with a mighty hand. It looked like everything was over. And then boom... What happened? They had the sea in front of them, and they had the armies of Egypt behind them. And what did they say? They said, did God bring us all the way out here just to kill us out here? You know what they were saying? Did He bring us all the way to here just to make us start over? See, I'm dealing with you today because... We have to face that. And maybe in here this morning, you might be feeling that. You might be feeling, 
I feel as if I'm right where I started. I feel like I've accomplished nothing. I feel like I've gotten nowhere. That word self-control means to, watch this, it means that you are controlling how you feel. Many people are controlled by what the enemy says. They're controlled by what people say. They're controlled by this and by that. Let me tell you something. You will never win a race if you're controlled by other things. Because, again, many of you raised your hands. What was the hardest part of your run? What was the hardest part? Getting there to the end? Now, why was that the hardest part? Let me answer this for you. Because your body was saying, quit, quit, quit. And what did you have to do? You have to, watch this, you had to display self-control. Now, let's flip that on the spiritual side. How many's ever came to a spiritual point where you have said spiritually, I want to quit? That should have been everybody in here, including this hand. I want to quit. I want to throw in the towel. I want to give up. I know you think I'm right there, but to me, in my eyes, all I see is more dirt I've got to pick at. Come on, somebody, talk to me. This is is stuff that we go through. But look here at 1 Corinthians 4 or 5. Read this right here. It says, Therefore judge nothing before the time. Until the Lord come, who both will bring light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsel of the hearts, and then shall every man have praise of God. You see, watch this. This man in this picture, and let's go back to this picture, Dave, I'm sorry. This man in this picture, you know what he did? He judged it before the appointed time. You see, he made a judgment, and his judgment was this. There, it is worthless for me to keep picking at this tunnel because I am never going to get to my destination. I am never going to get to my price. You see that in here. That was his judgment. But you know what he did? Here was his error. He judged it before its time. You see, if he would have just waited a little bit longer, come on. And I know in here this morning, if you're somebody who's been waiting for years, you don't want to, that, that little slogan right there disgusts you, doesn't it? Just wait a little while longer. Somebody else says that one more time, right? Just a little while longer. I know you don't want to hear that, but listen to me. One of those little while longers really are going to be what? The little while longer. And if you turn around now, you're going to miss out. All that labor, all the faithfulness, all the dedication, all the stuff that you did will will truly be worthless. Do you see that? So watch. He judged it before its appointed time. I wonder how many that's listening today is judging something before its appointed time. How many's ever looked at something and said, there ain't no way nothing good is going to come out of this? Come on. Ain't no way that, that something's going to work out on this. Now, how many times did you have to put your foot in your mouth? Come on. Well, I've done it. I know you've done it. Why? Because so many times we judge things 
before it's a praise God you're right there that's what I come to tell you tonight now's not the time to give up or throw in the towel because as I showed you in the illustration in this message how the man was just a few swings away from obtaining all that he had been chipping away at all this time and you see that's what I want to show you is that the enemy does such a good job at convincing people that all the labor that they put into for the for the things of God or for the promises of God has been in vain and he likes to paint the picture as if you just started over even though you're right there think about what I'm saying maybe you're right now as you're watching this you're saying you're like man it looks as if everything I've done has been for nothing every uh, all the the time and the effort that I've put into it seems like I'm back at square one right then and there is the time to praise God because you're right there you're on the brink of breakthrough upon a, you're right on the brink of obtaining everything that God has promised you so keep chipping away keep going forward I want to pray for you right now that you will endure Jesus talks about over and over again the Word of God talks about how those obtain the prize those that are saved those that have the victory are the ones that endure to the end that they are steadfast that they don't quit so I want to pray right now for you those that feel like giving up and throwing in the towel I want to pray that you will have endurance about you that your faith will be refreshed that your hope will be encouraged again that you will keep going about God's business to obtain what God has promised you because you can't let all the effort that you put into it right now be all for nothing and it will be if you give up so let's pray father in the name of Jesus Lord I lift up every person right now I've been there I know what it's like to feel like you just want to give up you want to quit what's the use I pray right now Lord that their endurance will be built up you watch father I know right now that when you call them you equip them to be everything that you've called them to be so Lord I know that you've given them everything that they need to win to receive the victory so father I pray right now that they see that, that they see not only for who they truly are in you but that they will see who you really are working in the, in them and through them and by them I thank you for this today father and I thank you for absolute victory that you've given to your people and I thank you that you are faithful in all that you do in Jesus name and everybody said amen you're right there don't you give up. Don't you quit. I don't care what it looks like. What God said shall surely come to pass. Now, faith partners, I want to take this time right now to thank you for your giving, for your support, for your prayers, the letters you write, the, the messages you send on social media. Thank you for partnering with this ministry. You enable us to take this vision that God has given us. What is this vision? This vision is to heal as many people as we can, bless as many people, prosper, deliver, break the enemy's hold off of God's people. That's why this ministry is here. That's our assignment, and you help us do that. So thank you. And if you would like to become a faith partner, all you have to do is come in contact with this ministry, and we will walk you through it. It would be such a blessing. Until then, keep walking by faith. I'll see you next time. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264.
Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at accelerantfaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at accelerantfaith.org as well. Jesus, the devil is a liar.